What's up, guys? I'm Chino. Throughout my journey, I have learned to take each moment, job, relationship, and opportunity as a gift. Each week, I will be sharing my personal experiences, fresh insight from my guests, and discussing topics that help listeners best relate to the journey. I'm deeply passionate about sharing what I've learned in my life to help inspire, motivate, and show that we are never alone. With hardships comes healing, and with personality comes hoops. This is Chino's Best. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to Chino's Best. I'm sitting here with Remington and Hannah. We are going to dive into bartending. All the things it takes to be a bartender, the performance level, memorization skills, tipping, all of the things you guys need to know when you go out, whether it be a formal restaurant, downtown, whatever the case may be. Definitely want to take a minute to shout out to Indie Fitness Magazine and say thank you for the sponsorship as well as the studio. Um, super blessed, super thankful, and welcome Remington and Hannah. Hey. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Um, so that being said, let's just dive right in. Um, guys, I know a few of you know, bartender wise, my history, um, I've worked at a multitude of places downtown, outside of downtown, managed a country club, all this, that we'll jump into that. Um, but I definitely want to get a little bit of a background from both of our guests. Um, bartending wise, I've been doing this for about seven years. Hannah's been doing this for about a year, year and a half. And Remington's about five, six years deep in this. So we've got some experience from all levels when it comes to managing, comes to actually bartending in a high value, high value, high volume, same thing. Um, dance club, uh, what I call personally sling and ring. So it's not like your cocktails and things, which Remington's more of a cocktail connoisseur. Um, but we do more of like Jack and Coke vodka cranberry quick sling and ring get it out get more customers um turn what's in front of you so with the two of you i just want to let the audience know who you are where you come from a little bit of your background and introduce yourselves uh, my name is hannah mason and i'm from indy like greenwood area so about 20 minutes south i went to whiteland community high school and i graduated in 2016 child and that yeah i'm a i'm a little baby <laughs> and um i actually went to university of kentucky for about like a year and a half and then i had life get in the way so i decided to start working and making money um so have a lot of retail experience but mostly right when i was 21 i started bartending at brothers in broad ripple Okay. which I uh, learned a lot there. It's like what got me going, what made me kind of like want to stay in the industry, met a lot of good people. And then eventually I ventured downtown and I've been in that crowd ever since. So you get sucked in. Uh, yeah, you get kind of stuck. Um, I've met a lot of good people though. I wouldn't change it. But um, yeah, that's where I am right now currently. Um, and I kind of hop around. I've been, I've been a few places. I've been to uh, after six Taps okay. and Dolls, 247 Sky Bar. Okay. Um, and then Just Rebel Nightclub. And yeah. that ended recently. So I'm open yeah. to really anything right now. So if you need her, guys, slide in my DMs. Not hers. She'll ignore you. <laughs> but she'll send it my way. <laughs> yeah, I'll screenshot 
the acceptable candidates to give her a job. Thank you. And then she's my manager. <laughs> please, please. And we can go from there. But uh, don't slide in her DMs. I promise you it'll be ignored. I promise. Like, that's Thank not an exaggeration. I need you to know that Remington's just like nodding his head at us right now. <laughs> He's like, yes. Yes. It's like, this is accurate. Yes. What, what were you about to say about us? Nothing at all. Are you we're sure? A mess. Yeah. You're wild. <laughs> you are wild. Remington. Stop. Um, Remington. Hello. Hello. Where are you from? I am originally from Minnesota. Minnesota. Saint Paul, Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. And then when did you come to Indy? So we moved here when I was about six or seven for family issues, and we ended up staying. Um, and then afterwards, we pretty much just grew up east side, west side, and then finally like, north side. Now I live around downtown area. Okay, so you've pretty much really like lived everywhere. That's kind of how much. I am. Like I've gone to the east side, south side, yep. moved states, came back, like all that shit. Exactly. So, but I think that's important. You get a little bit of a different culture. You'd be surprised what like twenty minute drive <laughs> south side oh forever. <laughs> south side oh. for life. <laughs> that's the only side we haven't lived on is the south side. So I oh, I love that. the south side. Yeah. People like let you in traffic. Right. They wave at you to say hello. You know, thank so much you. That road. little car. They wave. say thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are y'all from Arkansas? Because this is like <laughs> Southern hospitality here. <laughs> like, what is this? Um, so bartending wise, you've been doing this for like five, six years. Right. So I'm 25. I started mixing just regular non-alcoholic drinks when I was about. 17 or so I just constantly liked watching it and thought it was cool mixing fruit punch and different juices and people oh, like, oh okay. that tastes really good so that's kind of how I started I've always liked bartending going into it and then once I turned 21 I started having people over my first apartment it was like 400 square feet mm -hmm. I'd have as many people as I can have them give me orders I would watch YouTube videos all at my accounting job and just all day just trying to find out different recipes and then i would have people order from a list that way i can get used to the traffic oh my god that's adorable so, that's amazing yeah, yeah, that's, this I, fucking I really this is it. the yeah he mixologist was, hustle <laughs> he was born to do it i was like how can i make money <laughs> <laughs> right. i kind of stumbled upon it the funniest thing though is like i was at how at the moon for my 21st birthday and i was in let me just tell you guys i had blonde hair and leather shorts all Stop. right so we'll stop there iconic iconic as a motherfucker <laughs> so i did a jello shot but they and they come in syringes at howl at the moon mm -hmm. which i don't know if you ever had one but they are deadly just open your throat take it it is what right. it is <laughs> and i had to lick whipped cream off of the guy giving it to us mm. and i shit you not i licked whipped cream took the jello shot sh stood up and i was like let's go the manager was like do you need a job I'm like, you're hired. <laughs> Here I am. I just turned 21 about six hours ago. Let's fucking roll. <sighs> and then was at Howl the Moon for like three years. So yeah, wow. it's like that's it. Like you stumble upon it. Like you really, right. well, Hannah doesn't count because she's like, uh, I need money. <laughs> I was like, I need money quick. <laughs> <laughs> How can I do this without selling drugs and without being a stripper? <laughs> right. Oh, bartending. Goodness. How can I do Hello. this and not sell my soul? And yeah. it was bartending, which it's, it's been so cool. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I And that's the thing is I feel like there's such like a even even with like stuff with dealing drugs, which I think we've all dabbled in that. And if you haven't, that's like saying you don't masturbate. You're fucking lying like you're a prude or you're lying like it's one or the other. But it's the same thing with like stripping, bartending, 
uh, drug dealing. Like we've all dabbled in it in one one direction or another, and there's a negative connotation about it. So we're here to fucking squash that. Right. Um, so yeah, you started with basically being a mixologist and kind of like started your own fucking business in your small apartment. <laughs> I was about to be <laughs> right. like your tiny ass closet, right, but. I can't say shit because I'm moving to New York and I'm going to be lucky to get like 250 square feet and fit an air mattress <laughs> in that bitch. So. Right. <laughs> but same. Sure. Um, and then, so where all have you worked downtown wise? Um, so I've only been to a couple of places. I think it was Punchable Social was one of the places I officially worked at as a bartender. Okay. And then after that, it was the Rebel Nightclub. But from the time frame when I started, bartending i pretty much went into bartending for events and okay. weddings so i went straight into that so okay. like freelance freelance exactly and just That's booking awesome. my own events so i haven't been an official bartender in a actual scene when i'm reporting to someone only two places okay yeah okay so that's I like this, though, because it's like a little kaleidoscope of like different experiences with it. Um, and then as some of you know, for me, like I said, I started at Howl at the Moon when I was fresh 21. Now my ancient ass is about to turn 28. Oh my God. Um, no, I'm just kidding. 28 to 32 is prime life. And I'm in this bitch like this is my prime. I'm about to boss the fuck up. Y'all are not even ready. Mm -hmm. This is only the beginning. Just remember this. I know all of you listening are like, I just got you fucking hype. You're in your cars. You're in your bathrooms. You're doing your makeup. <laughs> right. And you're like, let's go, sis. <laughs> and I have my hoops in. Hannah doesn't have hers in, which is, I'm upset. I just you know, noticed that. They were in my car, but I just, when I saw you, I was sidetracked. I was so excited <laughs> to see you. <laughs> We I'm have like, so much to talk about. That's so. Well, Y'all are. I hope you are ready for the fucking tea because it is boiling, <laughs> boiling. We got so much tea in here. We're about to sip on the first round, dump that bitch out, and get rewarmed tea because we are <laughs> here and we are not playing. Um, what'd you say? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, just to preface this, if you hear fucking Remington <laughs> say that Hannah and I are wild in this episode. That means he agrees, but he's not going to say he agrees because he's a nice person and I'm a nice person. Hannah's a nice person, but we also don't give a fuck. Remington, on Remington the other hand. Remington likes his tea like lukewarm. Yes. Remington, <laughs> Remington likes his tea to cool down a little bit, add a little bit of lemon, you know, sip it. He's just chilling. Hannah and I are like, is that bitch boiling? Let's go. Chug it. Right. Like... <laughs> So if he says we're wild, um, just so you have a little key to the castle, that means he agrees with us, but he's not going to say so as he laughs at me because I'm right. See, this is true. This is very true. See, and I'm now I'm wild. So that being said, <laughs> I need to stay focused. Oh, Lord Jesus. Um, okay. So we've already covered where we have bartended and how long we've been doing this. So this is going to be my favorite part, I think. Let's talk pet peeves as a bartender. Oh mm. Where do we start? Oh my yeah. goodness. Um, so I think this will be fun. Let's just like, let's domino and just say like one thing and just keep like feeding off of it and see how many we come up with. So I'm going to start with waving money in the air. Mm. Okay, for sure. That happens a lot. <laughs> or cards, any form of payment. Yes. That's, you know, 
Like that's not going to make me. And I will say quicker. to give people the benefit of the doubt. I know that sometimes people don't know. I recently was talking to uh, my friend KJ and his wife, Ginger. And he, he told me, he's like, I do that. He's like, I didn't know that that's like kind of offensive. And right. I told him, I said, okay, it's not your fault that you don't know. Some people know and they want my attention immediately. Like no one else matters. But to him, he's like, I just throw that in the air to let someone know that I'm there and I'm ready to order. Right. So I think it's also a perception thing, but that's I why get it. That's yeah. why I want to kill those perceptions and right. inform people because how bartenders view that you're last. Right. Yes. But you're like, last I mean, fuck. I think where it gets confused is, you know, everyone's waiting. I want to take your order. Yeah. I want to take everyone's order. It just like, it takes me a second. You know, I can only have five orders in my head at once. Yeah. So like, I want to get to you. You know, I want you to pay. I want you to tip. Like, I'm trying to please everyone. But doing that, like, throws me off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think people don't, like, you just said the key thing. I want to take your order. I want, like. Yeah, that's our goal. That's our goal. Like, we're not. Right, that's why I'm, you literally have to pay me to be here. Yeah. Like, that's why I want to help you. We're not ignoring you. We're not pushing you to the side. We, I can promise you, people have this preconceived notion that we like pick out the people we want to help right. based on how you look or if you have a hundred in the air as opposed to someone with a 20 in the air right that's not how it fucking rolls i don't care what you look like i don't care what money you have in the air i am literally paid to be there i want to help you right, right. but i also have already helped and spoken to five people before you even walked to my bar and i've got fucking 12 drinks in my head memorizing not only the recipes the cost value and then the face of to which the order goes. Right. Like, right. there's All a lot happening. Yeah. Which is hard because especially when you're busy, everyone starts to look the same. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, then you yeah. turn around and you're like, oh, oh <laughs> like, I've done that. order. I swear. I've yeah. given the wrong change to someone and then mm-hmm. like looked at them for a minute and they're like, I didn't order yet. And I'm like, okay, sorry, bye. <laughs> right. right. You're like, mm, not you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. Okay. So that's one waving air, waving money in the air, waving mm-hmm. air. Duh. Um, what's another pet peeve? Screaming bartender to you while you're processing someone's order. Snapping. Bartender. 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 Okay. Which one? Server. Eight of us. Oh, there's no servers here. Oh God. Oh, Uh, can I take your order? (laughs) (laughs) We actually don't serve food. Oh my uh, God. There's another one. There's another one. Yeah. Bartender. Bartender. Well, I know that you you see four of us. Mm -hmm. Um, we all have that same title. So either stop speaking or be more specific. Or just, Hey, Hey, hello. Identifiers. Girl with the tattoos. Um, um, hi, (laughs) what can I get for you? As Hannah and I bartend next to each other, that becomes a very blurry line. Right. (laughs) I mean, we both have blue eyes, dark hair covered in tattoos. And they're like, Girl, what? Or here's my favorite one. Hey, baby girl. Baby girl. Oh, God. Or the. You're last. You're last. That time I am picking the order. (laughs) You are last. Or when. What's another one? Remington, what were you saying the other day about uh, when people talk quietly? And it's so you get closer to them. Yeah, they maintain the same. They don't speak up knowing they're in a loud environment. It's so we get closer to you. Yeah. I've had people like take their hand and like wave me. And I'm like, I can hear you just fine. Open your vocal cords. Yeah. Well, and you are like, you know, a whole bar is between you. So like, and yeah. the music, you know, is that God, yeah, not volume. Yeah. So you're like, okay, speak up a little. Just As we so, you know, text our managers and we're like, understand. can you turn that down, please? Yeah. Right. Okay. It's too loud tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one is speaking loud enough. And I hate being like, I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. What? 
Yeah, no. Like, and it's like now I'm, it's cutting into time for the next order. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. what's crazy is like I think when I first started, I would be patient with that. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Like, can you please speak up now? When I'm downtown, I shit you not, I will look at people and I'm like, you can talk louder or you're going to be thirsty. Right, like, come on, what? Yeah. And sometimes it's not even like it's, it probably does come off a little bit bitchy. Yeah. But really it's like, you know, it's a speed bar. Yeah. I need to know like what you want. You know what? Mm-hmm. So when I come to you and then you have to turn around and ask all your oh, friends what my. they want. There's like, another one. And I mean like, there's just, another one. You know, you while you're walking up to the bar, getting everyone together. Yeah. You know, yeah. or order for everyone. You know what? This is what you're drinking because I bought it. Yes. And don't, so don't come to the bar and wave us down and we give you the time of day. And your first response is, hold on. Let me go get my first Turns around. Hand. If you put your finger in my face, I promise you, you're going to be thirsty as fuck. I want Oh yeah, water. I'm going to the next person. Well, yeah, you have to go to the next person. Like you know, the, it's five deep. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, Minimum. if you don't know, like, then take a second and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then when I eventually get back to you, then like you'll be prepared. Or Correct. when they give you like three orders, and then they're like, "Cool, I'm gonna keep stacking it. Give us uh, gin and tonic." Oh this. my on. god, yes. Uh, two more of these. Uh, wait, yes. What else, what else do you want? And then three more, right. dude. Well, and or this, like a one by one, or like eight yeah. shots, but we're all paying separate. Yeah. Oh, and you're like. God. Uh, I'm like, which I mean, listen, I get, but I'm like, can I Venmo your friends. Yes, <laughs> that's, yes. What, that's what I'm saying. I Come understand. on, Cash App, split it. But I know you have Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Chase, Quick Apple Pay. Pay. There's five million ways not yeah. to waste my time. So figure it out. Well, and two, like, then next time you're all gonna pay probably that way. So now, I'm so not then I'm coming like, to you. when and they I'm come back up, I'm like. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm like eight more of the same shot with eight different credit cards. Oh Sweet. God. Perfect. Sounds splendid. Can't wait to help you. <laughs> um, What's another pet peeve? Okay. So we covered uh, catcalling, so um, waving money, saying, hey, bartender, speaking quietly, multiple credit cards and forms of payment, turning around instead of knowing what the fuck you want to order. Right. I would say the biggest downfall is also cutting people off only because mm-hmm. which when I first started, I was very nervous to do. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of like realized like lawsuits come up actually and people get in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, when people leave even and wreck their car, you yep. know, they'll trace it back to like the last place they drank. Yep. And like, again, I want to serve you. But when you are completely obliterated drunk, yeah. like it is my job or your vodka soda. Yeah. So yeah. like I cannot, and the, I mean people will get pissed. Yeah. I'm like, well, come and on. I don't think people realize like the stuff that we have to go to go through. Like we have a liquor license, but we also have to take a serve safe class. Like we've got to sit there and go into details on like w- things to look out for to save you. Like I know that you're having a good time and that's fine and well, but if you go out and kill someone, not only are you going to jail, but I may have. The, the unfortunate opportunity to be there with right. you. They could like, take your liquor license forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could literally never bartend again because someone decided to like go out after you serve them yep. mm-hmm. and like make a terrible decision. And I don't remember, um, and for anyone who's listening who knows uh, this young lady, I don't remember her name. I don't remember where she's from. I just know she was downtown. So no disrespect to anyone when I say this because rest in heaven to this young lady but there was a situation about three or four years ago that a girl was out partying downtown was like bar hopping going around and she had come into brothers tiki bobs a multitude of places and died and i know that her parents like which rightfully so took it to court they wanted answers they wanted people to be held responsible because you just lost 
your child. Like I, right. I can't it's even a big imagine. Deal. Um, but I remember when I was working at Tiki Bob's, a couple of us bartenders were questioned and they pulled up the video cameras to see what time was this girl served? How was she acting? Mm. Did we overserve her? Because her parents were coming for blood. Absolutely. And that's, and again, 1 million percent respect to that family. And again, I don't remember her name. And so I don't want anyone to feel disrespected by that. Um, because, I mean, but that's unfortunately real. it happens a like, lot. So yeah. it is kind of hard to keep track of like mm-hmm. where yeah. people will, you know, have a seizure or people yeah. will go in the bathroom and no one can find them and they're, you yep. know, passed out drunk and they should be laying on their side. And yep. And here's the thing, too, is like I know when I've gone to different bars and been like, hey, I would like to work here. These are my credentials. It's not just where I've bartended. I'm also CPR certified. I have my serve safe certificate. Like it's a whole ball game. Like right. we are not just behind a bar. And if I do speak for all three of us looking fucking good, <laughs> it's not just like, we're not just back there looking pretty and, and like right. there's a lot of shit that goes together. Into it. There's yeah. so much, which is like the whole purpose of this podcast today. Um, I'm trying to think, is there any other pet peeves that we can think of? Things that like you literally just cringe worthy. Oh, I found one in my brain. Uh oh. Your total's thirty nine dollars. Hands me two twenties. Keep it. Or <laughs> hands me you. two twenties. <laughs> oh, so hands generous. me two twenties and waits at my bar for your one dollar. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> Get literally fucked. kick rocks <laughs> like that oh is God. terrible. Yeah. Well, I'm Which, keeping your dollar, FYI. Like yeah. you're, I'm gonna ignore you now. Like even I see you standing there. I see you see me see you standing there. Yeah, you're not getting that. You're not getting that. Well, fucking even dollar. there are things that play into like I get people don't like to wait. You know who does? Mm-hmm. Who loves to wait in line? Like no nobody. But like even sometimes that's not on the bartenders. That's we're understaffed. Someone called in. You know, so we're dealing with people like this place sucks. You know, this yep. service sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, normally there'd be two more of us. Yeah. So, I mean, like you're busting your ass. Like you're trying to serve as quick as you can. Mm-hmm. And then you're getting stiffed because someone, you know, is sick. Yeah. Or, you know, they couldn't find anyone else that night. Right. So it's like sometimes think about the bigger picture. I mean, even serving. Sometimes it's the kitchen. Yeah. Like it's not me who messed up your food or, you know, like there's so Servers much that goes men. into it. Oh, Servers are yeah. middlemen who they, get They get the brunt over. of it even more. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's way Because with bartenders, worse. you can be a dick back yeah. to the person and not think two fucks about it it's, but at yeah. servers you can't because you're not going to get a tip at all for depending on where you're bartending you're kind yeah. of running your own business at mm-hmm. your register yeah. like right you have your own space yeah. to handle your own space you have you have and here's the thing i know f- for those of you who are listening like you can obviously tell from this podcast like i'm a blunt fucking i don't play type of person and if you know me in person you know that i'm very kind like i'm a nice human being but if you push me, then don't like just don't like it's not going to be good. So when people are coming to the bar and you're being rude to me, if you fucking throw anything at me, yeah. I'm literally not speaking to you for the rest of the night. I don't give a fuck, and this I'll look you in the, the face. Throwing queen herself, but okay. And Jr. But Jr. said that on the podcast too. <laughs> if I see my friends at the bar. I'm throwing ice at you to get your attention. Okay. But that's different because I just want you to come talk to me as opposed to someone who needs my services, throwing straws at me. Hey girl, throw straw. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. going to get kicked out. Yeah. People don't There's realize that things either. that I will deal with. Cause I'm like, they're drunk. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. But then there's also always a line. And I'll kick you out in two seconds. Yeah. Like, I'm not. You're not going to do that. No. And two, then other people think they can. Oh, well, oh, that did works. that. Yeah. Right. Oh, Can I well, see that's. A straws, bro? Right. So it's like, <laughs> you kind of have to set the tone. Like, it's a this daycare. is how tonight's going to be. Like, it's you're not going to throw is. stuff. I just need you is. guys to know when I remember the first time when my mom asked me, she was like, How would you describe bartending? And I said, Hurting cats. You're hurting cats. You're trying to literally get people who have no idea what they're doing. They're doing their own thing. They don't know what's going on in the world. And you're trying to confine them into one fucking space and get an answer. Right. Have you ever tried to hurt a cat? Or even call a cat? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not always. I always it doesn't feel work. sympathetic <laughs> for like the DD who's like, come on, guys. You know, they're trying their best. Yeah, and you're like, sober, I get it. it. Yeah. Like, same. <laughs> like, we really, understand. we're on that wavelength mm-hmm. together. Oh, so. God. It's so true. What though. a ride. I see it. I'm like, I hope I'm not like that when I'm at the bar. So it was like, yeah. I would tell you. That's really something would. that you learn, though. Once you see the Once behavior, you, yeah. you're like, geez, how am I like? Okay. And then you know how to not act. Here's There the have thing. been some cases where there are bartenders or servers who will act the exact same way. And I'm like, what are you doing? How don't you know? I don't, yeah. But I think that's just who you it, it's who you are as a person because Hannah, you're only 22. Right, I'm fresh. And I'm about to be 28. Remington's shaking his head. Well, cuz I thought Cause she she's was such a, a little child. bit older. Remington, you don't know my age. Well, you He's a gentleman. Yourself. He's never asked you. Oh, he just yeah. said I was mature. Oh. Okay. <laughs> he don't know you. No, I'm just kidding. No, you really are. But that's that's my point is like even at 22, I can fucking guarantee that when you've gone to restaurants and shit, you don't act a fool. I've never no. acted a fool. Even when I was even when I was fresh 21, I would go to the bar, make eye contact, and wait. Unless you know the person. Then even you'll then, act a even, But at like fresh 21, I wouldn't do that because I didn't know anybody yet. Oh, okay. But I'm saying like... When, I also like, care about how I look. Correct. I'm not going to go out. And also like I... When I'm with people, I don't want them to have to babysit me. Yeah. And I expect the same. And I get it. Sometimes shit happens. You maybe just yeah. have a little too much on accident even. You know, it hits you at once and like whatever. Mm-hmm. And like we've all been there. But I feel like if I ever am there, I'm in a safe house and I can go to sleep there. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about like Ubering or riding in someone stranger's car home. Like, But my point is that some people will blame it on like I'm fresh 21, fresh 22. I acted a fool. I didn't know. And and then as they've gotten older, they're like, now I know how to act. I was never like that. Mm. Like right. I always would like, carry I would yourself, always yeah. wait. I would always carry myself in a certain direction. And, and so it's always funny to me because you two are also not like that to just fucking act a fool and blame it on an age is my point. You will never find me out acting like that. No, ever. No, never have, never will. Nope. I've never even blacked out. Never in my life. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I, but I wasn't like, you know, again, I was in a situation where I literally could because mm-hmm. I was like safe. Right. Yeah. That's the only time I was. It's never right. been. A, I, this was bad. It was I was amongst friends. I was allowed to black out if it happened. Exactly. Yeah, so it wasn't so. like I mean, you could be a little bit more reckless because you weren't like at Brothers yeah. downtown or right. Revel or right. and like it's embarrassing. I mean, like we've seen multiple people get, you know, drug out or. You know, carried out I've because they can't get walk. Ass beat on the way out. <laughs> right. On yeah. the way out. Yeah. And it's terrifying. Because people start saying how they really feel. Yeah. There's no filter. That liquid courage liquid goes courage. right through. Well, yeah. here's the thing. That's the safe zone of the podcast because you can say whatever the fuck you want <laughs> and no one's going to do anything because it's sure shit, not me. I just sit here and sip the tea. I'm like, <laughs> there it is. There it is. 
Um, another thing that I wanted to bring up was um, asking for like hookups. So when people are like, can you, can you, here, here's a dollar. Can you make that? Can you pour a little more for me? Oh, now yeah. I can yeah. buy not even a pack of gum. <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait to hook you up. Here's a news flash for you guys. That's called stealing. Right. Like we literally are stealing from our establishment. So right. the answer is fucking no. Don't throw me money and be like, can you go ahead and pour that stronger? A no. strong island. Oh right. my fucking. Hook it I'm up. like, hook okay, it sis. It already has hook like it up. three there or four shots. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Can you can you can you hook it up for me? Right. Hook what up? We're not fishing, buddy. No. Stop. <laughs> right. Well, no. and two, like, we have to ring in every shot. Yeah. So it's like, um, no. You can yeah. pay for another shot and like dump it in or like ask for a double. It's yeah. really a thing. Duh. Double the alcohol, guys. And even then, the connotation of a double. Which obviously for a single it's 1.5 ounce and then for a double it's 2 ounces. Some people think it's 1.5 times 2. Yeah. Technically it's not. You just get a little bit more than a single. Yeah. But people are like, oh, that's not even a double. And it's like. Or they try to count your pour. Oh, yeah. Oh. They're like, that's not a pour I, I count. <laughs> right. It wasn't accurate. I'm like, Dude, I'm like come on. Dude. Because now you look stupid. I cannot. When people I mean, when I started at Brothers Broderpool, they have automatic ounce pours. That, yeah, you know? that, that's the another stoppers. one. When they say yeah, they're they have the balls yep. that like mm -hmm. stop. And they're like, you have to like, you know, shake it so the ball gets to the bottom. And I'm like, one, don't try to educate me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. I can feel it. Yeah. So, like, I, I know what's right. You can tell right. that you didn't get a pool pour, yeah. And then you don't get a tip. Stop speaking. Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, mad at you because, like, guys, they like, think, it's literally, like, we're counting. Like, it's an, it's, it's called a, a standardized pour. Like, it is the perfect combination of alcohol to your mixer with the size of the cup mm -hmm. to be an adequate drink. Like, which most places you're tested on. Mm -hmm. If you've yeah. ever not, like, had a tested free pour, mm -hmm. like, that's literally yeah. a thing. And they, they have, people like, won't it hire looks like you. little, like, right. test tube things that right. they sit there and you you have to, you can't see it. And you pour into it and then they dump it out to make sure that you're pouring accurately because, again, it's yeah. stealing like it's costing money. And I don't think people realize that. And I know um, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, so I won't drop this bar's name. But I know that we used to have a tab where our managers would say you have forty dollars. $40 a person to play with right, like a comp so, tab. Yeah, a comp yeah. tab. So when my friends would come in or my family would come right. in something like that Like I know that I have a $40 quote-unquote bank that you can hook up that hook, I can hook them quote-unquote hook, quote up. Unquote, yeah. hook them up, where, hook you up yeah. and, But here's the thing guys like um, five Vegas bombs exceeds that $40 Absolutely. So like if you're not paying for it and I'm exceeded by $40 I'm fucking paying for that shit. Like yeah. people don't right. realize that I'm like, I love you and I want to hook you up and I'm thankful you came to see me. And like, maybe I'll do an extra like two second count on your drink to be nice because thank you for being here. But if you're not paying for it, I am. Yeah. Well, even some places are so strict. They'll like chuck your bottles and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you are not pouring an ounce for free. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Or they have waste logs mm -hmm. where you yep. literally have to write, you know, if you mess up something. Mm -hmm. I mean, inventory yeah. some places is top notch. Yeah. So you're not, you know, hooking anyone up. No. And two, mm -hmm. I try to set the mood for my friends. Like, love you. Thanks for coming. But don't come in thinking that I can hook you up yeah because sometimes i literally cannot yep. yeah, yeah. right so like all the time that's i hope big that one. you have like a payment well and i think it's crazy 
people who are in the industry are typically the worst ones. They're the yeah. worst ones that come in and they want a free drink. Yeah. They want well, a free I hooked shot. you up. So yeah. and it's I'm like sometimes like, the rules aren't the same. No, yeah. it depends on where you work. Depends on your manager. It depends on every. There's yeah, so there's many. a lot of things that come into play. You might look at them and be like, hey, hey, man, not today. You know, and they're kind of like, well, what's going on? So yeah. give me your card. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been swiped. Card. <laughs> and the thing is, too, like that puts us bartenders in a really sticky position. Yeah. And like, um. One thing I have to give credit to Liz, actually, Remington's girlfriend, because Liz sat there and ordered shots and I felt guilty because typically I'll like hook her up mm-hmm. and I felt guilty asking her for her card. I'm like, hey, like I did. I can get you the first one, but like I do need your card. And she already had it out. Yeah. She was like, absolutely. Like I would never think anything otherwise. Right. And that Thank was you like, for, like a huge. Pink, yes. That was like a huge thing to me. And that like really spoke yeah. to who she is as a person mm-hmm. and other people do that as well. And that's a, like, that is like one example that just immediately sticks out in my head because it's, you are not assuming yeah. like you already have your payment right. out and you let me decide right. if that's going to be free or if that's exactly if I'm charging you. Exactly. Yeah. Which is huge. That Cause is everyone huge walks thing. in and thinks they're VIP. Jesus. You Christ. know, <laughs> so then Our you're VIP's like, sold out. <laughs> We're sold out. No, you're not. You you're wild. fucking not. <laughs> oh, we're wild. There it is. <laughs> um, yeah. We've got some tea to spill on some recent things happening in the downtown Indianapolis area. And when you say VIP is sold out, there's a couple factors. First factor, bitch, it was sold out before you got there. Second fucking factor, if it's every single VIP area sold out, then that's one thing. But when you're only covering the first floor and maybe a balcony area, that doesn't mean you're sold out, boo-boo, because there are literally eight different sections that are still not occupying human beings. So if you have something to say about being sold out, please make sure that every occupancy is available to have people drinking in it and spending money. And that's the motherfucking tea. And that's that. Stop. And that you hear them get silent. You hear them get silent. <laughs> I cannot with you right now. Because here's the thing. I don't do disrespect. I don't do fucking disrespect. I don't do shady shit. I don't do people fucking running their mouth to get some sort of upper hand on anyone else. Sit your ass down. Sit down. That's enough. Anyways. That's all just like, if we all came together, all these (laughs) industry people, and like we're friends. Why did I just picture High School Musical? We're all (laughs) Honestly, we could make a dance, like anything. And just everyone just, it would be a lot like tight knit, you know, yeah, if everyone would be was amazing. like cool with one another, which I get, you know, so there's always some kind of beef, but it sucks for the people well, that when are, you're you know, a snake the, in the grass. Sometimes you got to be stomped out. Well, sip, sip. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, right. Speaking Chino of, hard. yeah, cause here's the thing. Chino's going to take care of her shit. Whether I work at revel nightclub or taps and dolls or howl at the moon wherever i go i bring the tea and i serve the tea and i know that i'm good at my fucking job that's that remington's dying laughing right now Yo. speaking that's of industry good. though i do want to talk about how small it is it is mm. everyone knows everyone Jeez. that's and very true something key that we were talking about um, prior to even starting this was it's who you know 
that gets you in the door, but your skill level keeps you in the establishment. But that first entering of getting through that door, a lot of people don't deserve to even have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that. And and the industry, that's how it goes back to it being so small. It's like who you're friends with. I, <laughs> I will not name names, but there is an individual downtown who's literally been fucking fired from every bar downtown every single bar every single bar and still has a job and it's perplexing to me when you are let go of these places yet still get to work at them but that just goes to speak on the industry like that just goes to show like it's who you know yeah you know the game right because some people they just know the game i think some people like to just always have like faith you know yeah like like, i'm always grateful for you know brothers like Mm -hmm. broad ripple because i had no experience you know they hired me at 21 Mm -hmm. literally i would have been two weeks 21 yeah and they hired me and took a chance on me so like or i mean it's hard to find someone like you said at hell of the moon and like you really don't know anything besides what you drink yeah yeah like because i mean they would ask me and i'm like i don't know but i'm willing to learn yeah you know like i have no idea because i mean how was i supposed to know all these liquors i knew what i was served you know when you're 18 or you're drinking at a house party or whatever like i knew if you have figured out how to play this game of the industry kudos to you like i am not i am not shitting on your ability to go in and still get a job when you shouldn't have one kudos to fucking you like you have done something to adhere to the right people absolutely to keep you in the grind yeah. so i mean right that's good a job yeah, literally like you have it figured out congratulations absolutely. right write a manual so those of other people can follow it <laughs> <laughs> because that's talent right there but i do think it's interesting i don't know i it's kind of i'm not gonna lie it kind of hurts my feelings sometimes because i know that i'm fucking dope at my job and i think that bartenders we are performers like i'm dancing i'm conversing i'm remembering your name i'm remembering your face i'm remembering right. what you drink like that's more to it than yeah. just like pouring yeah whatever yeah. yeah and like even to you know make regulars like you yeah. have to meet people you have, you have, to, have to be willing to like yep. connect on another mm-hmm. level besides like what can i get for you and for me like and I think again I can speak for both of you like you're both hard workers and I'm a very hard worker so when my skill set doesn't keep me in a job because I may not know that person as well as the next that's when it hurts my feelings that's when I get upset because I'm like wait a second right like take a chance my my skill level is crushing this person Mm -hmm. but because you've seen them out and about and you know them and have history with them they trump me but they don't even know how to fucking make a proper green tea shot. Like, right. Yeah. And, and it won't always just be, that's with anything, whether it's a corporate job or in the industry, that's just going to always be how it is. Regardless. That's true. So it does suck, especially for bartending, but you know, yeah. Well, and happening. again, because it really is small. I mean, there's only so, so many places that you can like especially really go. Indiana, yeah. So, I mean, and I especially always try to keep, neutral you know or good ties with people because you Mm -hmm. never know like i mean look at the situation we're in now very unfortunate but like some of us you know we're able to reach out to like old employers or like Mm -hmm. you know anyone and be like hey you know this crazy situation happened like we need somewhere to go yeah so i mean we're lucky but some people aren't that lucky yeah and that's the thing is like it's such a blessing and 
I think it's just being able to, like you said, go back to those other connections and just say like, hey, uh, this is what I'm looking for. Do you have room for me? And, right. and that's when your skill set comes into play where someone's like, oh, yeah, like you've been doing this for a while. I know you can handle your shit. Bring it. I'll mm-hmm. see you on Friday. And like that's that just I think there's a lot of things happening um, in Indianapolis right now that are um, character evaluations like you're seeing a lot of different um, uh, just I'm trying to find the right words like you're seeing a lot of true colors come out. You know, you're seeing a lot of like who people really are. And it's sad. Like, I'm not even really angry. Like, I'm like saddened because it's people that, you know, you have hooked up. People that you have given them the benefit of the doubt. People you have allowed to come into your establishment where you work in your safe zone. And then that's taken from you and you you're like, wait, wait a second. Like, I've done nothing but do right by you so why and it's not that secure which is why it's sticky because i mean again in a day someone can kind of like swoop in and then you're like oh my gosh you know i never signed a paper that i'm gonna be here for a year Mm -hmm. or you know we don't get paychecks every week no so like you know you're not ever guaranteed to make any money right you can easily be replaced right when and it's good money most of the time you know you're like geez like this is great but then sometimes like it's literally could be $20 or like nothing. Well, and that's the thing too, is like I was working um, the convention last week and we all made really, really good money. And I split my time between multiple bars. So I would do like one bar on a Thursday, one bar on a Friday, one bar on a a Saturday. And I, on Thursday had made like dope money. And then Friday I went to a different bar to bartend and I, shit you not I made like a fifth of that Mm. a fifth of that and I was like completely upset but at the end of the day I stop and I'm like wait a second (laughs) I literally just worked for four hours and made like $250 like no one else can say that but the night before I had made like $700 so then you like you've got to really like ground yourself as far as like that selfish factor or like that greed factor absolutely being like money is still money Mm -hmm. But sometimes like there have been plenty of times where I've gone to Barton and it's been so dead downtown, like right after New Year's, the weekend after New Year's is hellacious. Like you're not making money. Like people have gone out for Christmas. They've gone out for New Year's Eve. Everyone's taking a break. They're like, they New just Year's need a break. Everyone's yes. Go to the gym and yep. And you yeah. make $20 in six hours and you're like, I'm going to throw up. Mm-hmm. Like this doesn't even right. fill up And my I think that tank. you get kind of spoiled. Like once you've had those really good months, yeah. like mm-hmm. months in a you row. expected to keep happening. Yeah. And then it stops. And then you're like, you know, oh my gosh, or like I should have saved more, or yeah. because then you're like, this I don't know how to save my money. Like you yeah. just think and that you can like fall yeah. out. Because when you when you're bartending, you get cash in hand, and you're walking home with it, so it can be very easy to just completely blow it or throw it. <laughs> right, high highs yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, well, and, and super low lows. <laughs> it's just it's hard. Like it's it's ups and downs for sure. And unless you're in at a bar that has like a great patio. Or like windows that open up like you really have to dabble in. people are always like how do you bartend at three different places and I'm like well this one is a nightclub and offers me this this one is open in the summer and gets busy as fuck so I stay kudos there like right. it's just right. like you've they really got to places like yeah things they offer. offer different mm-hmm. things and so it's like you've got to be mindful of where that money's coming from at different times of the year yeah. that's another thing that bartenders have to keep in mind is like 
you're you're working downtown in the middle of the summer well people have other options they're riding bikes downtown exactly. they're going to outdoor restaurants they're going to the Rathskeller yeah. like outdoor establishments no one wants to come be in an enclosed spa and sweat all their makeup off because it's 90 degrees outside right (laughs) i think that's kind of like why i liked getting into the event version of it just because people are always having parties Mm -hmm. people are always having weddings and receptions and their work parties so that's never going to slow down regardless of where you're at so that's kind of why i like doing that because at any moment someone can say hey we're having a work party can you bartend this or we're having a wedding and it's kind of steady. That's why it was, it was different for me going into the industry mm-hmm. because then like where I worked at was like banging with money, but that was during the winter time. Then when the summer came around, like you mentioned, yeah. it turned around and they're like, oh, we don't really do too well in the, in the summertime. That's why everyone leaves. And it's like, oh, well then I got to go somewhere else. Yeah. So I, I am learning that when it comes to like industry, uh, there's different rules to it. So do you think that um, being able to bartend those events has made you better in the industry, like the sling and ring? Um, I think so. I think that I've noticed that when it comes to working in the industry, there may or may not be as many rules. Mm-hmm. Like I think Hannah had touched on some bars will weigh your bottles at the end of the night yeah. and they'll say, okay, hey, we're missing a full bottle or we're overpouring on this, this and that, which is what I was used to. So when I went over to a nightclub where they don't pay attention to all that, and I'm over asking, hey, um, you know, do we do this, do that? And they're like, no, you, we're not that strict. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas if I'm working for an industry, and I'm not industry, if I'm working for an event, I have my own set of rules because I'm representing myself. So I wanted to make sure I'm providing the accurate amount of, hey, this is how many bottles you need to have in order for me to bartend this Okay, event. right. So, yeah. And so I mean, speed bars are... I mean, like, literally, we're worried about, like, drink, drink. drink I mean, drink. a night yeah. we have, what, 200-something transactions. Like, yeah. you're touching Minimum. 200 A bottle people. may break, and it's like, oh, well, a bottle grab breaks, one. Or, yeah. like, I know there have been, like, this is just, like, a random off the top of, um, I'll pour, like, a Jack and Coke. Someone will take a drink, and they're like, hey, your Coke's out. Yeah. Okay, I got to throw that I whole thing out. out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, right. it's, like, it's so much easier for that liquor mm. count to be off because yeah. so many random things happen. I have eight shots in my hand and your girlfriend just knocked over two. Yep. Now I got to make two more. Like, right. It's just, it's, it's a lot easier for that alcohol to disappear mm-hmm. when you're in sling and ring environment. Absolutely. Um, do you and it's also reckless. I mean, you're like, so reckless, you know, basically like slamming stuff on the counter like yeah, oh, yeah. i mean it's the, quick the, it's the quick. nozzle could come out and then you end up pouring a whole <gasps> half i've done that right it out. Vodka. yeah whether yeah, well, yeah, i feel like if you're bartending a wedding you know it's kind of like i don't know a little bit you know slower you're making like real nice you know cocktails and yeah. like i mean even at most places we don't even have this stuff like we don't really muddle and no, don't you know, ask me for a fucking old fashioned or a oh Manhattan in a, at a fucking oh, no, a mojito. I'm like, we don't even have mint. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I, technically I could you make have it. Frozen drinks. Yeah. Right. I'm There's like some drinks. That if we're just busy, I'm not going to make it. No, I'm just going to say lie. I don't have what I what to That's what I do. I lie. I'm like, can I have a have margarita it. with salt? No, I'm sorry. Hun. There's <laughs> it's we're three deep. I don't have what I need for that. I don't have it. Sorry. Yeah. You want some tequila orange juice? Like what are you looking for? Did you say vodka soda? I got you. Right. Um, do you think, Han, do you think being a manager with brothers helps you be a better bartender? Um, I mean, I feel like being like, yeah, like being like a lead there. I mean, I can definitely see 
why you know some things happen because I feel like you're more of like operations you mm-hmm. know so I can see the numbers at the end of every night and I can see you know whatever we're wasting and so like you do definitely have like a different perspective yeah um I think that you have to be a lot more careful because mm-hmm. sometimes you have to be that voice that explains to someone you know why we can't do that or so like definitely I saw it in like a different light but um Sometimes having that responsibility is also just like a lot when you're like freshly 21. If I could go back now, even a year later and like do it a little bit differently, like I would. But I mean, I learned a lot. So I guess that's what matters. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. I think having management experience in any bar industry is it's so imperative for you to like it's kind of like they feed into each other because I was bartending serving and then was a manager and now I'm back with just bartending serving and it's like I see things so differently because as a manager I was a little a little more careful on reprimanding because I'm like oh I've been a bartender like I know that you probably just accidentally dropped that like that happens but then coming back to bartending after being a manager I'm like okay I need to be more mindful of how quick I'm pouring this because we could be losing money if I'm not paying attention so it just kind of like feeds one into the other um one of the last things I wanted to touch on was your network I think network and relationship building is so important in the service industry Um, and I know that you kind of touched earlier on basically not burning bridges like you do not know who knows who Mm -hmm. you do not want to sit there and you know to be blunt like kiss ass to one person while you are hurting other people especially people who have done nothing but not only provide you with jobs but be kind to you let your friends come in for free give you free bottles all of those things like I think the industry gets so tainted because of the infatuation with money that we forget how imperative it is to uphold that network and uphold your relationship in the best standing possible right you know what I'm saying I mean even in life like I you know I try to I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to stand up for myself, you know, if need be. Mm -hmm. But like I tried to, you know, stay grateful that like, again, you know, brothers, Jordan Clapp, Jeremy, they all took a chance on me downtown. You know, Andrew Forrester, Ryan Greb, you know, James Walden, Chris Beattie, all these people believed in me enough to, you know, work for them and represent their store you know their company so like I am forever grateful but again you know I want to I want to stand my ground you know I know what I can do like things like that but um I mean I'm I'm happy that I've got the chance I try to you know stay neutral stay connected I try to share everyone's posts about you know their bar events that weekend like I want everyone to be busy I want everyone to make money which isn't always realistic yeah you know there are some places that are always going to do better than others and have better management or like whatever but um I mean I'm I'm grateful for those people they haven't done me wrong yet although you know situations do get sticky yeah (laughs) but um yeah so I've learned a lot, so I I hope to, like, stay in the industry and, you know, keep learning, I guess. There's definitely bumps in the road. There's a lot to be learned. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. I I think that that's probably – I've just been raised with the concept of, like, your network is your Bible. Like, it's everything. And so 
bartending at these multiple places, you know, I, I have these people who are predominant downtown that I have been serving for years or like talking to for years and people, I have to, I have to say this very lightly because the two people in in this room are my friends, but in the industry, you don't have friends. Like that's the mindset that you have to keep. Like there are people that I have been nothing but kind to nothing but respectful to and then you hop on Facebook and you see a post about someone basically trashing you as a person because you are no longer at a certain establishment. You are no better than anyone else downtown. Like we literally, to what you said earlier, we're all in this together. So for people to go and kind of make you feel like, oh, well, you worked here. Okay, well, we're better than you. We're in here now. Like, you're absolutely not. And you just spoke volumes to your character by the way you handled that. Right. And I, I just really, 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 if there's one huge takeaway with this is I want people to be more mindful of how you are to other people in the industry. Like we're all hustling the same fucking shit. Mm -hmm. Like we're all trying well, to make too, money. Like, you know, send people to one another. If someone's leaving yes. your bar already leaving, you know, and they're like, where should we go next? Oh, my gosh, my friend Barton's here. Go see her. Yes. You know, like, again, right. like, why not, you know, reference each other? And which, again, you know, people are selfish when it comes to money. I mean, people get addicted to that quick cash. Yeah. And yep. I don't know. It, that's where it gets hard because, I mean, always, like, always look out for yourself, of course. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, like, again, it's all the same crowd. And, and on Meridian, I mean, there's only so many places that you can really go. There's only so many. <laughs> so we're all seeing the same people, you know, every weekend, every night. All of us pretty much have the same regulars who can yeah. come in and spend money. Yeah. And, I mean, we're appreciative for them. Like, you know how many regulars you've met that, like, own businesses and who have helped you out? Or yes. And that's another thing that's huge for me is if you have someone – that has been helpful to you in your business and doing things to help you get your business to the next level and then you go behind that person's back to one up and shit on them you like you better watch it you better watch your back especially in this industry mm -hmm. because if you piss off the wrong person if you hurt the wrong person when all they've done is be kind to you and be helpful to you, you're fucked. Because a lot of these industry people, these bar owners, these managers, you have no idea that they've been doing this for 15 years and someone who used to be their regular is now a multimillionaire that owns Prime 47 and will no longer fuck with you. That's Just right. because it's not on Instagram and they don't talk about it doesn't mean it's not happening when I feel like everyone kind of knows each other you know like every bartender is either heard of you or you know and I mean mm -hmm. there's managers that own multiple places yes. you know on the same street so yep. like you better mind your p's and q's Absolutely. if you ever want to work there correct yeah. so I mean even with freelancing like what you do I mean it's important to like connect whoever hired you I mean they're gonna have more events exactly like they're gonna have more parties so you better do your job you mm -hmm. know act right act professional yep like, I mean, that's so crucial. Yeah. One million percent. I just don't, I just don't, I guess I just don't understand and I don't appreciate when, like, it would be like me going and helping you get a job and being like, you know, you really need to hire Hannah. She's amazing. She does this, that, and the other. And then you're working there with me. And then all of a sudden you tell my boss, yeah, I mean, Chino's kind of slow. And then I lose right. my job. Like, 
what the fuck <laughs> are you kidding me right like i just vouched for you yeah like, and then i'm like your exactly. lesser all of a yeah, sudden exactly and right. so that's one thing i just i really 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 truly like not even in the industry just in life in general be mindful of your network. Like if people are are doing things to help you and help your business and help you as a person and you go behind their back to one up for your personal gain, I promise you it will come back to you yeah. and it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be bad. So just understand that and be mindful of that. Um, and I just, I just, I don't know. I just be like, be nice I, to your bartenders. Yeah, like just be nice. Like, and I, it sounds so cliche well, here to help you. Yeah. Like you said Have in the beginning, time. like help me help I, you. <laughs> I want to do this. Like I want to Right. I want to be in the industry. Like I want to do this. So yes. like if we just all made it so much easier yeah. on one another. Wow. What a time. We would all be making fucking bank. <laughs> right. Together. Literally. Like if everyone was just like stopped with your petty shit and stopped with being hateful, like the downtown bars would be booming like people would literally hop from bar to bar and we'd all be making fat money because whether you guys want to believe in it or not vibes are everything mm -hmm. vibes are everything i was in a bar last night that the vibe was so negative and i used to work there and it was just it was so negative it felt tainted to the point where i teared up because that was somewhere that I worked and that I loved it and it made me feel alive. It made me feel happy. It made me want to come to work, which is a very hard combination as a bartender to find. You find people you like, you find a vibe you like, and you find good money. You better stay there as long as you can. Like right. that's the holy trinity. And mm -hmm. when you lose that, it's hard. And so going into a place last night that... um. I was dressed well. The people I was with were dressed well. And because of new ownership, the entire place w felt tainted. And people that I've never even met before, people I've never even talked to, were approaching people I was around and they were like, man, this is different. This is di like, I don't like this. And instantly I teared up and I was like, I got to go. Like, I got to get out of here. And it's just so, it's so, so crazy. Like vibes are everything. So if all of us got along and if all of us were on the same page, Indianapolis as a whole would have a positive vibe, a fun vibe, a fun atmosphere to where we're all making money. All of our places are clean. There aren't any fights. There aren't any shootings. Like it's so, it sounds mm -hmm. so silly, but it's like it all trickles one into another. Right. I agree. Another thing that I think a lot of people have this concept with bartenders, I know that I've dealt with this um, with some of my relationships and even some of my sister's relationships, actually, like they're like, oh, your sister's a bartender. Like uh, you guys, are, I mean, like you probably like hook up with people like she's probably a slut, right? Like there's constantly people that are like trying to hit her up and hang out with her. I'm sure she does it all the time. No, I don't. The exact opposite. The exact opposite. I hate people. I'm around people all day. I No, I am not going home with you. And if I was, it would be at 630 in the morning when I'm done cleaning my bar. Right. You're tapped out. I think people think, too, when the bar closes and they they have to leave, that, like, you're about to be uh, off. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> and you're, That's yeah. what it is. Uh, you're like, we haven't cleaned. We haven't counted money. We yeah. haven't yep. done any checkouts. Like, yeah. So, and, too, like, personally, I like to, like, wait a little bit because yeah. – that's when all the drunk drivers, leave. unfortunately, yeah. people do that. And yeah. like, that's when all like they leave and 
You know, like the I'm not trying to be for yeah, in that nice mess. People are out, aren't out on the sidewalk just being like creepy. What up, mm. girl? Right. No. Do you no. have any money? Can you order me? I'm like, absolutely not. No, please leave. Um, But Remington, what were you saying with like just the concept of like people hitting on you and just being like, so are you coming with me after work? Like. Yeah, that is a huge thing. And people think that that's something that happens with bartenders, but they'll literally come up to you and, and whether they'll give you your number or see if, if you'll go home with them immediately when they're when they're done with their their experience. And it's like, no, we have to clean. We have other things to do. And it's like even if you are in the mood to do something like that, I remember when I first started and got into bartending and it's not something that you feel like doing after you've been working. You've been on your feet all day. You're sober as like heck. Nine hours and two, I've served sober. you all yeah. night. You're fucked up. Yeah. I am sober, Joe. Or, yeah. you know, we've had like one or two shots. Yeah, so it's like absolutely. we are on completely different levels. Exactly. I'm not going home with I want, you. I want my money. I'm not trying to look to see what the hookup is. Well, well and I'm most of so the time, tired. I'm not looking. Yeah. I'm no. not like, what guy is going exactly. to come okay. up to and me that's, tonight? And that's one thing I have to throw out there. Mm-hmm. And this is not in a narcissistic way, but just because I look good, just because I can booty pop, just because I did a good job at remembering your drink orders does not mean I'm trying to fuck. Yeah, or you stood out to me and I, like, no, this is my job again. Yes. Like, I want to remember what you got. So next time I'm like another and it's quick. Yeah. You know, okay, sweet. And then they're like, oh. And I'm like, no, like I actually right. have done that to 40 people or if tonight. You say babe not that you're not hun, special. Yes. They hear that. They immediately hear she called me babe, bro. Or she called me hun. Right. I think she likes me. No, she's trying to get some more money out of you probably. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like, you know. you know, I'm winking and smiling because like, thank you for the tip, you know, whatever. But yeah. like, that's me being nice. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to be friendly. And or to be like, honest, people there, there walk is an edge of flirtiness. If we're going to be blunt when it comes to bartending, because you know the game. Obviously, like you <laughs> right. said, yeah. we, I can we, play the we game. know that we, we look decent and we're trying to make sure that we get money. That's the whole point of it. We're well, not again, that's part of the job to be date ready to like look like it is completely a performance. Like I think about like music wise when I think performers, I think Beyonce, like Baby, Ariana mm. Grande, like it's a performance. When I'm bartending, I am performing for right, you. Exactly. You are here for a show. And I know that if I'm dancing around having a good time, oh, all of a sudden you forgot that you waited 12 minutes for a drink and now here's your Corona. Exactly, Have a great day. Yeah. And it makes it less serious and more yep, fun. Exactly. Then they're not like, oh my God, I'm all waiting. Because then they're like, sucks. I want a drink from that person. You yep. know? Right. So. Let's go to her. She looks yeah. like she's like loving her job. Yeah. Right, exactly. And I like when people Vibe. say that. Do you like working here? You guys look like you have so much fun. And I'm like, we do. We do. We're all friends. Like, yeah. we really are having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I want to go places like that. Mm-hmm. Not bartenders who like fucking hate their jobs. Yeah, because you can see it and you're kind of like, oh, I'm not going to ask for a drink from this person. Yeah. Right, but and I imagine for you, for you ladies, it's even more, I've noticed even more intense than it is for me. Like for me, obviously, if a girl comes up and she says something or she just assumes that I want to go home with her or something, you know, I can let them know like, oh, I'm sorry, hon, I have a girlfriend or something of that nature, which they may not want to hear that. But hey, it is what yeah. it is. You know, I'm not going to jeopardize my relationship for a six dollars a worth of a tip yeah but i've noticed right. when it comes to women you guys get it even more because depending on where oh you're God. working at and what you're wearing they're looking and they're like man or hey when you get off or and it's just like oof yeah you guys get it a lot more i need you guys to know that hannah's is way worse than mine <laughs> like <laughs> i don't we've know. all witnessed what's happening yeah, we have all witnessed <laughs> hannah but guys are just more aggressive i mean because honestly which true. which is disgusting is but true. even if you're like no or like 
so, I mean, we don't all, worry, guys. I'm going to post pictures of Hannah so you can see how perfect and pretty she is. But oh her stories don't happen to me. Okay. But even if you lie, <laughs> no, no. Even if you lie, though, and you're like, I'm so sorry. You know, like, I mean, I could wear a ring and be I like, have. I'm, and they're like, he don't have to know. And I'm like, come on. Well, and here's the thing. Here's what bothers me is I have worn a fake ring and I get that. Someone's like, well, he doesn't have to know. And I have, I have literally stopped and looked at someone and I said, what the fuck makes you think that I would ever choose you if you're willing to cheat to get with me? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You what? don't have a shot in hell with me, especially now. I've had, I mean, literally people who are married that I know yep. even hit on me. And I'm like, which again, I tried to be a little forgiving. Not that it's an excuse, but I'm like, you're drunk. Yeah. You know, whatever. But like, still, I'm like, when do you draw the line where you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, After and two, then you kind of start to feel disrespected. Like, I'm just your hoe. Yeah. You're going to like cheat on your wife with because I work at a bar. Like, listen, like, you know, bartenders like, have standards. Uh, like, is and your greatest really that worth it? Yeah. <laughs> it all goes back to like the stereotype that like bartenders are trashy. Yeah. And yeah. Or that they get laid all the time. Right. Yeah. It's that like not yeah. how it rolls. Like, and I don't know one bartender like that. No. Honest to God. Like, I, I really okay, couldn't. Take that back. Uh, okay. Okay. Bar- <laughs> no, I'm saying not that hook up with people, but I don't know one bartender that truly downtown is like that I know mm-hmm. is like absolutely would sleep with a married man and is like disgusting. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, absolutely I not. Mm-hmm. I don't know one who'd be like, okay. No. Yeah. No. Not no, that. I really actually I don't think so. I mean, I know some some bottle girls do anything for a fucking Louis bag, but I would never. And I don't think absolutely wild. <laughs> That's from me this time. I mean, I know that I've. That's a whole nother. I've I don't. Scene, I can though. vouch. I don't know because I don't really know them. That's a whole nother senior though. Like bottle girls. This has been and, over years of like watching it though. Like, like I've but again, I'm I've so been, new. Yeah. Like yeah. I've been downtown for fucking seven years now. Like I've seen a lot of shit. I've seen a lot of shit. And it's, I have. And like you just take a step back and I'm like. Oh my god! I'm, I'm not so tainted glad. yet. I'm still like, I'm still fresh. Like, let's go, let's yeah. do this. And some people are burnt out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do burn out eventually. Yeah, especially like, you're when you're like, fucking you know what? 35 and you're still bartending. Yeah, go home. and and that's I think that's a big <laughs> thing to that's a, that's a big thing to like know <laughs> that bartending is not always something that people are like. Oh, is that all you're doing? If someone's doing that right now, it's a great source of money. It's a great source of learning who you can be and also like things about yourself. Yeah. I think it's a good thing of like learning, like how to treat people. It's yeah. a good building block. But like in my case, it's a little bit different because I'm, I want to make this a profession and do it separately and eventually have people under me that way I can disperse it. But when it comes to like working in a bar mm-hmm. or something and it's, that's all you're doing and you're just yeah. living from, you know, bar to bar to or bar to bar when it comes to just that. And you're now 30, you have kids, you have family. Then at that point, you, you kind of have to mindful. figure out. Well, again, yeah. it's not secure enough. No. Gen- it's not. Like, it's really it's not. not. No. That's because and, and that's sometimes you can literally just leave an establishment without any explanation. Yeah. Like, which again, like, you know. Because you're getting is, too old. They might, you might, you're 70 years old. And it's just like, okay, maybe if you're in a some behind the bar in New York City where that's all they do is make crafts cocktails mm-hmm. and this is dan that's been with us since we've opened in 1914 but at that point it's just like <laughs> very no. old yeah. prohibition right <laughs> right <laughs> literally he helped make the cocktail that you're drinking now he used to yeah. sneak me in for those cocktails right. buddy have you heard of the negroni he's the inventor it's like okay <laughs> i think yours is different though because you're more of a like a mixologist like you're saying like you want to help perfect 
the art and have people underneath you and like mm-hmm. do things of that nature. Like I know, and Hannah's fresh in this. And like, like she said, I mean, you don't really get a warning sometimes like bartending is the only job that she has right now. And then all of a sudden you are a bartender and then you wake up the next day to a text message saying you no longer have a job. Right. And it's very well, that's what I'm saying, especially when you're older, like lucky enough for Imagine me, that, I don't yeah. have children. Yeah. So I don't have people who actually depend on me, mm-hmm. but some people do. So like, you know, Again, no, but like we've worked with people who literally have kids Mm -hmm. who work there. And like, I can't imagine like having to feed and clothe and like bathe and, you know, school someone and just randomly having no income, which again, hopefully they're smarter than me and have like a backup and, you know, whatever. But like typically not. Right. But sometimes that's not your life at that point. And, you know, that is literally if you don't get that check. Yeah. Then you don't feed someone. So you don't, want, you don't want to get used to just that easy money and just thinking, oh, this is all I'm going to do for the rest of my life until the next yeah. thing comes. You want to always make sure. Right. It's, a, it's a great source of Something's like if you're in between up. jobs, bartending is like a great way or like like I know you're mentioning you're trying to move to New York. Yeah. Bartending would be a great thing to do while you're trying to do Think whatever else. Exactly. Else. Right. Or, or well, that's school, the whatever. thing yeah. is I view it now as. I've already kind of created a network. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I know my network, I know my circle. And so now it's about the money. Like I've met certain people, I've connected to certain people, certain people have connected to me. And it really is a trade off of skill. Like, oh, Chino, I heard that you work for an alcohol distributor during the day. Do you think that they can come in and do this for the club? Absolutely. fucking Mm -hmm. And then it's, hey, remember I got you a case deal I need to work this weekend. Can I work Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's a trade off of skill. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but now that that network is concrete for me and I'm not, I don't need to like continue building it. It's about the bag and that's yeah. where it is. But I also have three other jobs. Like my mindset is I will be moving to New York right. and whatever it takes for the money. That being said, I get in my feelings and I get in my, my moral compass is a lot straighter than a lot of the people that I've been around recently. Mm. And then I'm like, Oh, money is not worth working under someone who does not operate by a morality clause. Right. It's not worth it to me anymore. It's not worth it to me. Cause I've already been through the struggle. I've already been through not having money. I've been through stealing toilet paper from places I've worked. Cause I've been broke as fuck. And you know what? I would rather be broke as fuck than work for someone who's shady as shit. Absolutely. One million percent. So it's it it gets to that place where I feel like bartenders, our money is so quick and easy. But it's like, where do you draw that line Mm -hmm. where you're like, "Mm, this is this is when I want to work for people who like respect me and I respect them. Yeah. Because then it's just healthy. Yeah. Like, I don't want to walk in somewhere and like dread it or being like, oh, I don't want, you know, them to show up or like I want it to be like they are happy that I'm working there and I'm happy I'm working there. Yeah, exactly. Which is a a very tough thing to get. Um, Like I said, when you can like find all three. So to wrap things up, typically what I do with guests is uh, this thing called Chino's Choice. And it's basically just like a would you rather. Um and sometimes they're really funny. Like I know uh, on the entrepreneur one, um, I asked Sasha if she would rather do lashes with one hand for the rest of her life or all of her products smell like chicken wings. Like, so it was just like, it was just really funny. Just like random stuff. So which one of you wants to go first? 
Hannah is feeling I'll go it. first. Hannah's feeling it. Livingston's <laughs> always scared to go first. Stop. No. That's true. You're wild. Wild. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so Hannah, would you Chino's choice? Would you want to bartend for life, but you make a set one thousand dollars every week? Ugh. Or you bartend you only bartend for the next five years, but there's no cap on what you could make. But that also means like, but it it's could dependent be, on like upon it could the club, be like $20 days, or it could be $2,000 days, but you only have the next five years or you can bartend for the rest of your life and a guaranteed thousand dollars a week. I would say a thousand a week. Cause you could always have a side hustle, but at least I'm okay. guaranteed to make something. Okay. Because even like, when you cap out on those like really good nights. I mean, again, that's not guaranteed. Yeah. I'd rather have a guaranteed like paycheck. Yes. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. I, I like wrote these down. I was like, I don't know which one I would pick. So I think that's what I would pick. That's um, smart. That's smart. Remington Chino's choice. Okay. As a mixologist, would you want to bartend with only 10 ingredients ever, but you love the atmosphere, the people, the clientele or you can have a full bar of options, but your customers are rude as fuck. I would Yikes. have to. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, I would have to say the 10 ingredients. Okay. Because then, like for me, my signature cocktail is the mojito. Like, okay. That's one that I've learned and I perfected. It's my favorite one. And people, for the most part, everyone seems to like them. So, yeah, I would definitely like to just work and like have those set cocktails that I know that like each one is perfected. Okay. And then everyone enjoys it. Rather than working, yeah, in something where everyone's just ungrateful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's I I guess as being a mixologist, that's why I was curious of your answer for that because for me, I like having options, and when we when you have a full bar of options, you get to be creative. When someone's like, oh, just make me something good, make oh, me yeah. make me whatever you like. <laughs> By oh, the way, Chino that. and I still always resort to green tea. <laughs> this is <laughs> despite so the accurate. options. Yeah. Despite all the options, people shots, look at us and they're like, tea. shots, green tea. But it's only because it's what we like. Yeah. <laughs> That's also true. And what's really funny about that is, is so we good. both love green teas. And yes, there is a proper recipe, but we both add our own flair to it. Mm. And so they taste both, so different. They taste yeah. different, but they still it's still a green tea. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird. But it's I don't know. And I that's the beauty curious. of of mixing a drink that you don't have to follow the exact recipe. You can have your own twist. It's yeah. Like yeah. Encouraged. Yeah. Which is kind of yeah. like what makes a bartender. Yeah. Like they have their own like spinoff. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. it's like, I mean, you could order, you know, the same shot at five different bars downtown and they could all taste different. Well, and, Absolutely. And, and even that right there, like I put a splash of cranberry in my Vegas bombs. And, and I know people, people who do that. And I know there's people who are like, I don't do that. And it's like, everyone has their own way. Or when mm. someone orders a Vegas bomb for me and they're like, I just crossed my eyes, guys. So annoying. Why is it pink? Because I put cranberry in mine. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, part of royal chill. Yeah. Chill. Oh, I've never seen it like that. Perfect. It's $42. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you. Have a good day. Right. Um, but yeah, I think. I was I was curious for your answer on that because yeah. I know that you like to that is a tough one, I know you like to mix things up and perfect it. So yeah. I don't know. at the end of the day I enjoy the business and I enjoy obviously making the money from it, but at the same time I also enjoy the experience of having someone enjoy a drink. I personally don't like to drink a shot or a drink that Oh man, I can taste the liquor. Oh, that that's rough going down. I yeah, want them no. to taste something like, man, I don't even taste it and then five seconds later after five or so drinks they're like, okay, I feel it, yeah, but right. it tasted so good. So yeah. that's why I like to mix things. But if I'm going to have a group of people who 
won't even appreciate that craft. Yeah. It's like, why did I spend time making this drink that you're not even happy for? Because we do get that instant gratification. You make a drink for someone, they're like, wow, this is so good. This is so good. And inside you're like, and you're like, thanks. But inside you're like, "Mm, fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because Mm -hmm. it's what we're doing. It's what we love. Well, and that's the people that are like, I don't taste anything. And I'm like, good. Yeah. Because I know what's in there. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, the fact that you don't taste it is a compliment to me. Yeah. Like, and again, like, it can have the aftertaste or, you know, whatever, like the remnants. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. yeah, if I'm like sipping on a drink, I'm not trying to be, like, like today. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like, oh, you know, like today Hannah up, had a vodka sugar free Red Bull and she took one sip and looked dead in my eyes. I was like, oh, God. And I tasted it and I got like flashbacks right. from last week. Right. Do you want Red Bull? Which, that which don't get yeah. me wrong. Like I can handle it, but like, it's just like Jesus. Like, I this yeah. is strong. Do you want to enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. You right. want to enjoy it. Which I get. Sure. Yeah. I get it. It's cool because you know, that's a one hitter quitter. Like, well, yeah. I won't need another one after this. Exactly. <laughs> it, worth your money. Worth your <laughs> dollar. True, I did not need another cool. one. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I'm sent. Which is what we didn't touch. Speaking of that, worth your money, Long Islands. That's, that was probably oh the one. Four pores forever. Whenever I hear someone say, can I get a Long Island? I mean, like you're trying to get absolutely fucked up, fucked yeah. up. absolutely, yeah. but it also means that I may or may not get a tip because yeah. they mean I have just so money everyone for one knows drink. your Long right. Island is nine fifty because there's fucking four different alcohols in it, like right? Because people are like, "Geez," and I'm like, "Well, that's also four shots in like a tiny ass cup." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So be mindful of that. That's the thing is like the ingredients to things that we have to memorize. I just want everyone to take a minute. And say your fucking blessings because oh when, when I started at Brothers, I easily memorized fifty plus shots. Okay, that here's what I want to do. This will be fun. I just name a shot or a drink. So Vegas bomb. I mean a bomb or like a just shot? anything. Just name oh, something. Like you want us to say like what's yeah, inside just of it? Just name no, just oh. name anything. Just oh, start naming them. An old fashioned. What like a drink? Just yeah. name a drink. Just name a drink. Oh my god, Long Where Island. Do you start? <laughs> I'm because like that's why I think like even people will come up to the bar and they'll be like make me a drink yeah and I'm like you know how many the, like yeah. literally that's things my, that's I could my make. point so I want to like keep track of this so I'm gonna say Vegas bomb mm-hmm. Irish car bomb okay um let's just see how many we can come up with are we doing bombs I'll say old fashioned old fashioned so old fashioned Long Island water moccasin gin and tonic sex on the beach mm. our favorite a Long Island. <laughs> We love that. Uh, Amaretto Sour. Blue motherfucker. No, I was waiting. I was uh, waiting. But okay, even think about brothers. You know how many Long Islands they have? Water. Or Kilroy. People come up, they're like, strawberry yeah. Long Island. I'm like, dude, we don't, you gotta go to brothers. And like, we don't have, we don't have strawberry we, All those that we just mentioned, if someone were to say, can you make us these, we all know what ingredients are yes. in all of those to make that. Or so that's, that's the example I'm trying to make. Yeah. We just literally named three different drinks cocktails shots whatever the case may be and each one has minimum three ingredients in it some of them maximum of like six or seven and we all in this room know what goes in them i can tell you the price of them i can tell you that i know for this that and the other what the ounce count is so when you're i could tell you the price of a vegas bomb of every place on meridian yeah (laughs) yeah and that's the thing and what they use to make it like please please be mindful of that with your bartenders when you are going out downtown i may look at your face and you can give me five drinks and i'll look at the two people next to you and get five drinks from them so now i have memorized all of your drinks everything that goes in them and the price for it so be patient with your bartenders Mm -hmm. like truly true i'm begging you like 
I'm going to make my money with or without you coming to my bar. This is genuinely to help other bartenders and to help people understand and recognize all of the things that go into being a bartender. And it is not easy. And it's not for everyone. And I think that that's when oh, people gosh, get confused. No. You are no. made to be a bartender or you're not. Yeah, you're in or out. And yeah, people like, usually know right when they start. Yep. If you can't keep up, you're out. It is literally, it is a craft. It is an art. It is. And it's, it's also difficult. hard on your body. Those hours. Yes. Yeah. I mean, when you wake up the next day, you're like, damn. Yeah. Like, you just, better count your money and oh that's why God. you do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you're like, like why the you, hell do I do this? Work, I, I can like a nine to five. Yep. And then bartend later on that night. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, for another and that's eight what, hours. That's yeah. what people don't realize. Like my typical Thursday, Friday, this is what it looks like. I go work. I get up at seven. I go to work from eight until five thirty, mm-hmm. and then I go coach volleyball from seven thirty to nine thirty, and then I bring my ass to bar fr- bartend from ten to like four a.m. 5 a.m. sometimes by the yeah. time I get home. Mm-hmm. And if that's a Thursday night, hey, guess what? I'm getting up two hours later on a Friday morning to do the same fucking thing. Which really isn't even sleeping. No. Yeah. I mean, you have I to eat, power nap. Shower. Like, I power just, nap. Yeah. Right. And then I don't even get the chance to do those other things. So if you're ever out and about and you think that these bartenders are just... <laughs> Or you're like, smile, honey. Oh, I can't believe we forgot that one. I'm sleepy. Like, you're like, dude, I haven't slept in four days. You're beautiful. You fucking smile. smile. (laughs) How about that? Excuse me? Listen, I don't know if you've ever Googled RBF. Start now. You'd get tipped more if you'd smile. Oh, my God. I got to walk out of this room. I can't believe we even fucking what? forgot that. I've like, never heard what? that. You never had that? Oh, of course. I've oh never my heard someone tell me that. Oh, my God. I've never you, heard someone tell like you smile a lot. Like, uh, I feel yeah. like you're a really positive, like, what? kind smile. person. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. She said, no, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm really nice. You guys all like, smile. Yeah. I'm, well, I think I'm Hannah, nice. But, you know. I, um... Yeah, she I smiles think. when she sees that cash touch her hand. That's, that's true. It. I'm like, oh, it's that's other than true. That, a straight bitch face. When you're, if your American <laughs> Express honestly, card makes a dinging sound when it hits our bar top, and it's that thick ass American Express that's metal, and it's like, hi. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what you want? <laughs> Do you see my dimples? <laughs> oh my god! Hey, it obviously worked. I mean, I do decent. Like, gee, but people will say that they're like smile. But again, sometimes I'm so focused. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, I'm not always it's in a not bad like mood. I'm mad. Yeah, I'm not mad. Like, photo of us, and I'm like, damn, I look like I was so pissed, and I'm like, I wasn't. I'm just. You know, I have had photos of me downtown that look like a fucking mugshot. Yeah. They look like I'm about to beat someone's You're ass. Sweaty. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I, think, I, think I forgive me. Like a, I'm like, I think there was like seven people in my head at one time with all their drink orders. I'm so sorry. Right. That's yeah. They're like, smile. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, again, like, we're just busy. I'm yeah. not like mad I'm here. Like, yeah. I just. I'm You're the fifth person. Concentrating. That I yes. Concentrating. No yeah, no one you don't that. concentrate no. like grinning ear to ear, like, yes, just smiling point, the whole like, time. I don't want you to make my drink because they don't know if you're crazy. You know, exactly. I mean? yeah. Gosh, yeah, That's yeah. It would be weirder if you were smiling. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, all I, I picture you? is oh like, God. weren't you, were you a cheerleader ever? Didn't someone I ask you totally that? I can totally see that. <laughs> I was about to say, are you really asking me? Someone no, said, I'm like, honey. I was like, what? Are you a cheerleader? I was like, excuse me? <laughs> Hannah doesn't no. Give me a K. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I was like, uh, no. Someone, I, here's another thing. This is the last thing I'm going to touch on because this uh. is wild. <laughs> don't ask us dumb fucking questions to make conversation. Where do you Please live? Don't. I'm like, you don't even know my name. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally, I swear. Yo. And I'm like, huh? And they're like, I'm sorry, what's up? I'm like, I'm working. And like, also, you already ruined it. So don't. Like, can I yeah. follow you on Instagram? I'm like, you know what? We oh can. God. 
you know, get another follower. Sure. Type it in there. They already follow you. Follow me back. I'm like, wait, oh. what? <laughs> Has this happened? That was grimy. Oh, you guys got some crazy then I'm That like, was grimy. Approve it right now. I ain't got I'm like, that. I have yeah. my phone. It's Good right Lord. there. Lit up. Are you a cheerleader? What's a weird one that I've been asked? Oh my gosh. Were you on a TV show? No. You look exactly like, I have no idea. I'm like, I'm like or they're, I'm like, I don't know. They're like, remember it was on in like 1990. I'm like, dude, I was born in 97. Oh. Here's, oh, I have no idea what God, you were talking about. <laughs> 97. I was in first grade, you bitch. Like, right. Jesus. That's not that much yeah. of a difference. What, are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> People, you're only 22. I'm 23. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay, cool. Glad we can count. Right. So we were in uh, we all the count. same schools together. Basically. One of the funniest things that I've been asked is, didn't you uh, Didn't you text me last weekend? No, I fucking didn't. You're drunk and I'm not. Quit trying to flirt with me. I type in your number. I want to see if I have it. I'm like, oh. no. People actually, does that work? No, well, it first, doesn't work, but time, it, we've heard the it. The first time I was like, really? Because you know if you type it in, their name will pop up. I just don't see how guys have the and audacity. Then they're like, like, bro, let me try this line. Yeah. It works all the time. What? How, do you like because hype up your friends? Here's like, the thing. They're like, when like, you're like, go for it. Yeah, but none of my friends like, ever would say some start with shit. a line. It's like, yeah, you know, would be. Hey, how are you? Or someone's looking, and then I'm gonna be like, "That's the hey, thing. If you see a bartender, hey, you look nice today. I mean, that's yes. How if I you was see a bartender and there is no wedding ring, let's start with that. Don't be a cheater. Don't fall into being a cheater. Fuck you if you've ever cheated. If you see a bartender with a wedding ring, leave her alone, okay? Because that means that one, she's either married, or two, she wants to appear married, which means she's not interested in you. Okay, right. that goes for guys and girls. Mm-hmm. Respect everyone. Respect their relationships. Secondly, if you're trying to hit on a bartender and you think someone is adorable, because let's just face it, Hannah and Remington are adorable, then say something fucking normal and yeah. nice. Be and like, like yeah. hey, how are you? How long have you worked here? Yeah. Right. Have a normal conversation. Well, hey. Not one day. Remember you said this guy wants your number. I was like, is he mute? Like, you know, like. <laughs> well, you were busy. And but he like, was at the thing when he was like, hey. Uh, yeah, ask if I can get her number. Yeah, I agree, though. This guy wants your number. Is he mute? But yeah, at that point. Well, because like, why, you know. why aren't you asking? Exactly. You know, like, and the dude was you, like seven feet tall. Like, if I scare you now and you can't even ask for my number, you're in for a wild ride. Tell your friend right. that I find them. Give them this piece of paper. Right. Check off yes yeah. or no. Okay, but I, I will. a love note. <laughs> oh, my God. I do have to say, though, that there was this um, really cute guy that I saw at um, when I was working at Mucky Duck. And I was like recently single and I was like, I'm going to do this. Like I've never just given someone my phone number. Mm -hmm. And so I was really, really nervous and he walked away and I was bartending. So like bartenders are stuck behind the bar. Okay. Right. He walked away and I was like, "Uh, uh, my chance. And I did give it to one of the servers and I was like, go find that guy that looks like Leonardo DiCaprio and give him my number. This guy's feet were not glued. Okay. Okay. That's that's fair. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. You see that? When he came up to me, he was like this guy over here and I looked and he's like, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like staring at you, yeah, like, like excited. I'm like, Hello, like, yeah, sure. Like he I was guess. waiting for Remington to like drop it, and your reaction. Like yeah, he was waiting. Literally. He was seeing if it would all fall into play, and then you look at someone, and you're like, I okay, no, I'm offended. Yeah, no, literally, God. yeah, that, and and then also, like for me, I typically just get normal compliments. I haven't gotten any of the stuff you got. I've gotten. Hey, you look really nice, or oh, oh god, you're adorable. Okay, hey, thank you. You know, what can I get for you? And our, or whatever it might be with older ladies or something yeah. like that. But I, you guys definitely seem to. Oh, we take the cake. Yeah, I've had people like ask it. me like, "Hey, I uh, I see your crop top looks really nice. What's underneath it?" 
nothing for you to ever see or figure out hey can i see all your tattoos what do they mean well there's 30 of them so we're not getting into this how many do you have i'm like dude after 20 i yeah counting i'm like i have no idea what do they mean I'm like, oh we do not God. have the time. No. It, Nor hey, do they I have to Jack, mean something. Can I get a Jack and Coke? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what is, uh, what's your, what's your arm mean? Oh, right. What, oh, that's a good one. First of all, which part? Because there's millions of tattoos. Right. I'm like, I have a sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> same. Guy. I'm like, I literally, I'm working on two sleeves. I'm like, what do you want? Like right. a Jack and Coke? Perfect. I'm not here to be your friend. I, I think I've, I've heard those lines, but it's always been like the conversations that we hear at the bar when oh, they're like yeah. trying to hit on girls and you're like, oh, you are tanking. Yeah. Or the girls that yep. come to the bar and be like, um, uh, can we get two Hennessy shots? And then they'll take the shot and run. And the guy's like, wait, I have to pay for that? I mean, it's just like, man, there's a lot of stiffing. Yeah, that goes on. a lot of and stiffing that they're goes trying on. Their Bartenders best, are yeah. professional eavesdroppers and we are professional. <laughs> we can't help it. Um, yeah. well, that People wasn't readers. me. That was on her. I'm like, you were together. It's $4. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. literally. Or when people come up to the bar and they're like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and buy her drink. And I'm like, okay. And then they, they're they like, uh, it's $19. I'm like, listen, you signed up for this yep. the second you opened your mouth and you said you're going to buy her drink. It's not my it's fault. The cost. Yeah chill the fuck out well it's this much down the road i'm like go there <laughs> right well there's the door oh my god i well, just like, came i just came from brothers and they're doing a special of like two dollar fireball and yours oh, is six dollars started on specials, do you, well, too, specials? Like, do you guys have any specials no we don't i don't make the price yeah that's we do. another we have thing gin and tonic for eight dollars right, that's I'm another like, thing i'm like we don't make the prices it's not like i'm like you know what this should be this yeah, like no. I'm literally working here. They told me the prices, and I'm telling you. Yeah, like I am the middleman. I am the middleman of the price and putting the drink in the cup. Well, too, in most places that have that low of a special, like you know, three dollar Fireball or whatever, that rep hooked them up, yeah. and that's why it's three bucks. Exactly. Yeah, and most places they don't get that deal, so yeah. it's gonna be six, eight dollars. You know, like something. Yeah. So I'm like, it just because you know it's three dollars at taps doesn't mean that it's three dollars. You know, the whole street correct yeah. <laughs> like so if you want fireball you're gonna drink that all night yeah Let's enjoy yourself yeah way out where we're going but honestly i just wanted to just give everyone just the insight so everything that we had covered from waving your money in the air quit cat calling your bartenders be respectful of the network whether it be broad ripple downtown north side whatever the case may be respect your network respect the people you're around if you are disrespected that's a whole nother ball game. You can sleep in the bed that you have made and you deserve whatever's coming to you. Mm. But T. be, yeah, TTT, um, be mindful of your network, you know, be mindful of the people you're working with. Always try and treat your bartenders with respect and just know that just because you just walked up to the bar does not mean it's your turn. Keep that in mind. There are people that were there before you that we've probably got a multitude of drinks mm-hmm. memorized in our head. And I just wanted to open people's eyes to really what goes on in a bartender's lifestyle. You know, it's hard on our bodies. It's hard on our emotions. It's hard on our brains. You know, like we got a lot going on memorizing ingredients, memorizing drinks and all of those things. So I'm glad everyone took the time to listen. We are wrapping this up. Thank you guys for being here. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you for you. all the tea. Appreciate you. Uh, Remington's is cold now, but I'm on round <laughs> <Okay>. three. So, <laughs> Absolutely. I 
Remington, can you give us your famous line, please? You are wild. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. That was good. So much fun. So thank everyone for listening. We appreciate you. Appreciate Indie Fitness Magazine, uh, Remington and Hannah popping by. And once again, this is Chino's Best. If you don't like the tea, don't drink it. And we'll see you next time. Thank you guys for listening to Chino's Best. Be sure to check out the Instagram and Twitter pages at C-H-E-E-K-N-O-W-S-B-E-S-T and follow each week for new topics. Click the link in either bio and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and the blog. Special thanks to sponsors involved. And remember, you're not alone. I'll prove it.